September 2nd. Our reading in the New Testament today will be from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1 through 13, where we'll read about acceptance. Often those in the church who cause problems are people who have never truly been born again. They may think they are saved, but they are not. Now is the time to accept God's grace. Tomorrow may be too late. We'll read about appreciation. It's easy to forget the sacrifices others have made so we can know the Lord. Paul never spoke about his sufferings unless his words helped to protect the ministry. Do you take your church fellowship for granted? Have you thanked those who came before you and made it possible? And we'll read about agreement. Believers in the church were compromising with the world and not walking in a separated way. Big mistake. God longs to have a closer fellowship with us, but He will not share the yoke with the world. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. September 2nd, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. As God's partners, we, Paul and his co-workers, beg you, Corinthians, not to reject this marvelous message of God's great kindness. For God says, At just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, God is ready to help you right now. Today is the day of salvation. We try to live in such a way that no one will be hindered from finding the Lord by the way we act, and so no one can find fault with our ministry. In everything we do, we try to show that we are true ministers of God. We patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind. We have been beaten, been put in jail, faced angry mobs, worked to exhaustion, endured sleepless nights, and gone without food. We have proved ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, our sincere love, and the power of the Holy Spirit. We have faithfully preached the truth. God's power has been working in us. We have righteousness as our weapon, both to attack and to defend ourselves. We serve God whether people honor us or despise us, whether they slander us or praise us. We are honest, but they call us impostors. We are well known, but we are treated as unknown. We live close to death, but here we are, still alive. We have been beaten within an inch of our lives. Our hearts ache, but we always have joy. We are poor but we give spiritual riches to others. We own nothing, and yet we have everything. Oh, dear Corinthian friends, we have spoken honestly with you. Our hearts are open to you. If there is a problem between us, it is not because of a lack of love on our part, but because you have withheld your love from us. I am talking now as I would to my own children. Open your hearts to us.
Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, this is Devin coming to you from over at the Braille House, uh, fourth phase coordinator. Uh, my time is wrapping up here at the refuge. Uh, next Thursday, September 5th, I uh, will have completed uh, six months of coordinating and uh, I'll be stepping out into the world. Uh, I really look forward to uh, sticking around the west side. Uh, I got a job at the Hilltop YMCA. Um, and so, again, I'm really just looking forward to uh, just getting out there and being a person, man. Something that I haven't done in 10 years, uh, mostly my whole adult life. I've uh, skipped over learning the small things uh, and in turn missed all the big things and missed being a, a man altogether. So that's really one of the things I look forward to the most uh, is not only am I a man now and do I know how to do that and have the tools to do that, uh, but I can do it through the power of God's Spirit. And uh, just want to share a little bit with you guys about uh, the importance of accountability, uh, being honest with yourselves and others, and uh, what God's done in my life throughout the ministry and, and uh, this next season coming up. Uh, I just wanted to start by in the book of Romans, chapter 12, reading to you uh, verses 1 through 6. Uh, the author Paul makes an appeal to us here, and I just wanted to read it to you guys. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So, uh, you know, touching on accountability, um, to me accountability starts with trust. And so I encourage you to earn this trust by being authentic and honest um, with others, with yourself. And that's something that takes time. Uh, it won't come easily, not after the life set that we've lived. Uh, one of the main things is learning to be more quick to listen than you are um, eager to be heard and to speak. And uh, as you start to build trust, you seek people out who will participate in accountability with you. And... Um, more formally, you guys know it as building your three. So you start to build these three men around you who just uh, become your accountability partners. Uh, if you look back in Genesis 3, that's the, uh, the fall of humanity. Uh, we are bent towards hiding from accountability and just fleeing from honesty. It's, uh, it's our natural response. And we want to receive praise for the good and take no responsibility for the bad. But for us as Christians, uh, who one day will be accountable to God for each and every one of our actions, shying away from accountability in our lives is completely unacceptable. Um, as we're honest with ourselves and we begin to receive grace in the form of good in our lives, we can begin to extend that same grace and uh, receive accountability for the bad. It may be small stuff at times, uh, leaving a cup lay around, or not making your bed, or not doing your chore. But as you start to receive accountability for some of these small mishaps, something pretty big happens. Um, and through the power of God's Spirit, you begin to rewrite negative habits on a much larger scale. Uh, again, you seek men and women out who will challenge you to grow and take your change serious. Uh, we start to repent daily as we're honest and authentic before the throne of God. Uh, God who holds us accountable when we claim the name of His Son, Jesus. Uh, that's accountability coming from the Father. Um, you know, so applying this principle to my walk was uh, was at first very challenging um, because 
I came from a life of lies and, and, and not being honest with myself, anyone around me. Uh, I just lived in an illusion, uh, completely lost in my sin. Um, but now, uh, it, it's been a rewarding experience here at the back end of my time. I got a great group of men around me who desire to see me do well, genuinely want to see me do well. And more often than not, that means calling me out on my crap. Um, and so I urge you to lean into the accountability. Uh, be honest about your sin and recognize it as the only way to a savior. Uh, you can't hide it. You can't cover it with fig leaves. There's no way you're going to get around it. It's, uh, it's encoded in your very DNA. Uh, it's in your blood. Uh, you'll never escape it, but uh, through accepting Christ, you can begin to um, you can begin to accept the Savior and begin to uh, to work towards becoming the man that you never were. Uh, you don't have to hide anymore, you know, because uh, as the Bible says, we've been raised up and seated with Christ in, in heavenly places. That's a high privilege. Um, I pray that your guys' 13 months are, are fruitful as you prepare to re-enter society. Uh, Again, a new creature in Christ. Uh, one day, uh, we'll all meet again in heaven. Uh, yeah, until then, again, I'll be around the west side. Uh, I'll be giving back to the refuge. I haven't quite figured out exactly in what way, but uh, in some capacity, I plan to stay connected to this place for the rest of my life uh, to help facilitate a relationship with Jesus Christ. And uh, I, uh, I desire to give back. So. Again, I'll be around the west side. Uh, I'm very excited about that. And uh, you guys can seek me out anytime. Uh, hope you guys have a good day. And uh, just remember why you do it. It's not for you anymore. Psalm 46, verses 1 through 11. In his chapter-by-chapter -chapter Bible commentary, Warren Wiersbe says some Bible students believe that this psalm was written in connection with the dramatic deliverance of Jerusalem from the Assyrians. This song was the inspiration for Martin Luther's great, great hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, and can be an inspiration to you today. When things are changing and threatening around you, Focus your attention on God. He is with you. That is, uh, He is present with you. He is your refuge. His protection will be there. And He helps you by His power. Your world may be shaken with convulsions. He has a river to give you peace. You may be in the midst of battles, but uh, He will end the war victoriously. Be still means take your hands off. Relax. God knows what He's doing, and His timing is perfect. When it's all over, He will be exalted, and you will be blessed. Psalm 46, verses 1-11 through 11. For the choir director, a psalm of the descendants of Korah, to be sung by soprano voices, a song. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear even if earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. 
Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. A river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God Himself lives in that city. It cannot be destroyed. God will protect it at the break of day. The nations are in an uproar, and kingdoms crumble. God thunders, and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Come, see the glorious works of the Lord. See how He brings destruction upon the world, and causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear in two. He burns the shields with fire. Be silent, and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The Lord Almighty is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Proverbs 22, verse 15. A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but discipline will drive it away.